Welcome. It's good to be back here on another episode of the Chapin Baptist Student Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Hunsinger. And boy, do we got a show for you today. I've got a lot to cover today, and it's going to be another two-parter, so I'm excited to be back with you today. First, I want to start off by saying I hope you had a happy Valentine's Day and everything went well on that, and uh, kids, that you were able to love on your parents. Because remember, they were your first Valentine that truly loved you. And for um, and then for all the rest of you parents who uh, that you have someone you love and someone you care for in your marriage, which is what we'll talk about in the next part of our podcast after this one. Um, I hope you had a great time on Valentine's Day. Um, I want to give you something to think about. So want to go back to this past Sunday. Uh, a lot of people watched the Super Bowl. Some people were upset about the end of the game. Some people were, <laughs> some of the players weren't sure if the game was over. It's pretty interesting uh, part of the schedule in the game, but thought it was pretty cool. Definitely a good, definitely a good game. I stayed up way too late watching the game. Had a good time with people. Uh, I got to spend some time with students during that time. But one of the things I wanted to bring up, it connected very well to our text in Hebrews 13 this week. I might even bring it up during our student sermon. Many of you have seen the commercial for He Gets Us. It's caused a lot of controversy. Um, I kind of joked around with students afterwards because in the he gets us, which by the way, I want to preface this. I don't want this to come across as a he gets us bash session. So first of all, let's go ahead and go through that. But I do want us to point out a couple things that we need to understand about our faith and how it will relate to Hebrews 13 and how it will relate to the cost of following Jesus. So many of you saw it. There was a lot of different pictures of people getting their feet washed, and it was all essentially a, uh, a commercial outlining that. Jesus' message was not about hate. He loves everyone. He doesn't judge anyone. And he wants to see the value of everyone not bringing a cold shoulder to anyone, that Jesus is not pro anything or anti anything, and that he understands where we're coming from. Now, again, there can be some truth that we can shed. A light on through this, but there also needs to be some things we need to make clear. First of all, I think it is very good that at least Jesus' name is being brought forth in a commercial. I mean, there's plenty of other commercials that had many other different things that they were selling for millions of dollars, but to realize that the name of Jesus is getting out to the world. Is pretty amazing. Now, what I want to do first is I want to actually read to you what it says about the about section. If you ever have time, come look, you know, go look at it. The uh, the website is hegetsus.com. Go look at the about us section. And this is what it says. It says, how did the story of Jesus, the world's greatest love story, get twisted into a tool to judge, harm, and divide? How do we remind people that the story of Jesus belongs to everyone? These questions are the beating heart of He Gets Us. This is the organization I'm talking about that did the commercials. We hope to remind everyone, including ourselves, that Jesus' teachings are a warm embrace, not a cold shoulder. 
which is what I referenced to you earlier, that he didn't let pro this or anti that opinions prohibit him from seeing the value in all people. He gets us, invites you to explore Jesus' story on your own terms and at your own pace. Our message isn't from a particular church, nor is it affiliated with any one denomination. Our campaign comprises humble perspectives from a diverse group of Jesus fans and followers with a variety of faith journeys and lived experiences bound by a common desire to discover and share the compelling story of Jesus' life in a new way. We will make mistakes. Like anyone with a public message or who sets out to share an idea, we won't always get it right. Expect us to be human. The campaign existed remind us of the example that Jesus set while inviting all to explore his teachings so we can follow his example of confounding unconditional love because he gets us, all of us. Okay, so that that's a really good um, summary of what they believe, what he gets us promotes. So the question I have for you today is, does Jesus really get us? Does Jesus really get us? So I want to answer it this way. First of all, I think it's important that we remember the Jesus that we are clinging to. Who was the Jesus and what was his message? Well, again, our students have been studying Hebrews 13. One of the things that it brings up in Hebrews 13 is it brings up a Jesus who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I talked about that last week. But listen to what it says afterwards, verse 9 of chapter 13. It says, Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have benefited those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. And then later on, verses 14 through 16, it gives this, this pressing imperative. Because Jesus endured and suffered for our sin by his own blood, we no longer have to go to a literal tent. We don't have to eat um, certain parts of the animal sacrifices. We don't have to abide strictly to the Levitical law because Jesus fulfilled the law. It's not that he totally did away with the law completely to where it was that he was going against the law. No, Jesus fulfilled the law. People could not go inside the tent or the tabernacle, only the high priest could, to make a sacrifice for sins by his own blood. But Jesus did not go inside the tent. He was the tent. He is the word that became flesh, dwelled among us, and he went to the cross. And as I'm going to be preaching in a couple weeks on Sunday morning, he was vindicated by the Spirit, which means he was proven justified by what? His own righteous work of being resurrected from the dead. So Kyle, what in the world does this have to do with he gets us and what are you trying to get across? 
Here's what I'm trying to get across. Number one, the Jesus that we cling to does get us. And that's the reason why he went to the cross. I love that there is something about Jesus, and I love that there is a story being brought forth that this message is for everyone, and Jesus does love everyone. But the world's greatest love story is about judgment, it is about division. But the judgment and division is ultimately to bring us to reconciliation. See, Jesus did not come to earth to share teachings just of love and acceptance for who people were. He told people to deny themselves, to take up death, to literally take up death on a cross. He said, take up your cross, follow me. You want to follow Jesus' teachings? Die. That's a tough, even for me even to say that right now, I say that with a lot, a lot of thoughts of seriousness. And it's weighty. Jesus' story is not on your own terms. It's on his terms. It was by his blood that we are able to share a message of faith. A message that is, yes, it's not for a particular church in the sense that it isn't just for a particular denomination. I agree with that. But it is for the church as a whole. Jesus Christ died for the church. Jesus says in Luke 9, 23 through 26, he said to all of them, or he was saying to them, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for this my sake, this is the one who will save it. For what good does it do a person if he gains the whole world but loses or forfeits himself? Jesus did teach love, but he did teach hate. Jesus hated, did I just say that? Oh, yes, I did. Jesus hated sin. But Jesus embraced people with the truth. And yes, he hated sin. He hated sin so much that he came to this world to die on a cross, which is not a comfortable message. It's not a on your own terms, and it's not even at your own pace. It's on God's pace. It's what He desires. I told the students, Jesus did teach hate. Listen to this. You want to know how much God calls us to abandon the American idea of Jesus and to abandon what His gospel says the gospel of jesus christ says you want to know what he says how much we should abandon this world and the things of this world to be his disciple he said we had to hate in order to abandon the world let me explain luke 14 26 if anyone comes to me and does not hate 
his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters. Yes, even his own life. He cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not, what? Bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Then he talks about the cost of building. That you, you have to count the cost of building a building before you build the building. To know that you have enough to actually complete it. Now, did Jesus, does Jesus really want us to hate our parents and to hate our brothers, hate our sisters, and just totally just get mad at them and say how much we have? No, 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 no. But what Jesus is saying is compared to my love, the love that you have for others, it should be like hate compared to how much you should love me. That's what Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling to total abandonment even if it means abandoning your own family in the sense that you're not depending your life on anything else but Jesus. So Jesus does get us. But again, he gets us so much that he came to this earth. He took on flesh. He's able to be the one to say, like it says in Hebrews 4, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. So in that sense, he does get us. He understands your weaknesses. Students, he understands your depression, your anxiety, your suffering, your hardships. He understands what it means to lose family members. Jesus knows. He experienced it. But here's the difference. But one in every respect who has been tempted as we are yet without sin. So, we won't always get it right. Yeah, due to our sin, we're going to make mistakes. But we can't just leave it up to that. The message we share changes us from the inside out. So yes, we are human. But if Jesus truly changes us, Yes, it is going to affect the way we interact with others. Yes, it's going to affect how we relate to one another. That's the reason why the writer of Hebrews talks about a faith, a kingdom faith, is one where we will focus on responding to relationships, faithful relationships. We will look out for our Christian brothers and sisters. We will not ignore hospitality to outsiders. We will not forget those who struggle. We will respect those who are in relationships, even the deep relationships of marriage and love. And that is truly how Jesus gets us. But here's the question I have for you as we close this sector of our show. Do you get Jesus? Yeah, Jesus gets you, but do you get Jesus? Do you get the message of Jesus? Yeah, he gets you so much that he went to a cross for your sin and died for your sin. He died, he truly died, and then three days later he rose from the grave. What a beautiful message. So that, yes, we are able to identify with others. We are to have unity and love as the people of God. But it's one faith. It's one way. 
Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me, or only through me. It's not through any way else. It's not through just love. It's not through just acceptance. It's not through just a human version of Jesus. It's the fully human and fully God version of Jesus, the true one that we are able to get Jesus. Man, that's a great, great one for today for us to remember. I am so thankful you came and listened to our show today. If you have any questions, please don't forget to email me. Email me, Kyle, at chapinbaptist.com. Would love to get to know you better and be able to answer your questions or get to know you or whatever you would like. Um, I pray that you would also be able to look on our website. <laughs> I almost forgot. Look on your website. Look on our website at chapinbabbis.com. You can look at our student ministry page. We would love to get to know you better. Thanks for coming to the Chapin Baptist Student Podcast. I am Kyle Hunsinger, and I will see you later for this edition. <laughs>